Like, don't at me. Jumping into the docket for number 50. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. First one that I had on there, Trump is suing the tech industry. <laughs> First of all, fuck Trump. <laughs> yeah. I say that shit wholeheartedly. <laughs> right. Um, I'm tired of hearing about this dude, even though we're about to talk about it right I love now. it. Right. But just like, I'm... <laughs> right, I want you to stick on it too. Wait, he said I love, love the, that he's the drama back. And shit, but like, that shit's funny. He's just trying to find his way back in because nobody's talking about him no more. You know what I'm saying? He's not. He's blocked on all these fucking different websites and like social medias and shit. So I really don't care. He's, he's trying to sue Tech. It's another fucking... The uh, censorship. Reality yeah. show like plot and shit, you know? Nah, I think it like... Shit, like he's like coming back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, like it's like it, I don't know. Like for some reason, he's gonna be like on. Like he's gonna come back, and like it's gonna be like uh, like strikes back. yeah, like a shit show. Like he said, a shit show. He's gonna come back in office. Like I don't know. He's gonna come back Trump to the fucking da, 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 like Star Wars theme song. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> like, to think. It's just weird that like he would even like try come back on the scene. Like nobody else like does that, you know. But like <laughs> that ain't like yo, he coming back. Like, <laughs> hey, so, I, I, that, hey, so he's suing Twitter, funny. Facebook, Google. Damn. Right? Basically it, alleging censorship. It's like, why not, right? right? It's Trump. Why not? But <laughs> shortly after his news conference, he uh, started sending out fundraising fundraising messages. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's trying to run back. He's basically pitched to be the next Republican candidate. So Twitter, okay. Trump's preferred social media outlet throughout the one term in office, permanently banned him on the heels of the January 6th invasion of the Capitol by a mob of his supporters. Damn, so, Mike. look... I, I, look, like I've said to y'all, even though he's such a polarizing person and people either love or hate him, I'm like, eh, whatever. Like, there's plenty of shit that he does, and I'm like, dude, come on. And there's plenty of shit that he does, I'm like, well, he's got a point. <clears throat> but I don't think that means, like, okay, you have to either have a, Ooh, you I know, want that book. do or don't. Yeah, do or don't kind of entirely about the person. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, I, I mean, I... We needed some peace, right? Like, I think people needed unity. And even though I thought it was kind of crazy, again, I didn't really have a horse in the race. I didn't give a shit. I didn't vote. I was like, whatever. I'm out. But... I mean, does it make a difference? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's kind of how I felt. Either way, I mean, however I would have voted, it's going to go one way, right? At least in Texas, for now. For Mm -hmm. now. 
Which that could but be even that, that, that about. much of a difference. Speaking of yeah. voting, I was so mad. And I didn't have an opinion. I'm like, I think right. I don't like either either one. People. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna let everybody else sort the shit out. Um, <laughs> but I still, I, I've never been a big fan of censorship. Like, right? Yeah, because it's kind of unconstitutional. Yeah. yeah. So, it, and again, I don't know any of the contents of what the guy says, but I always know. Think about like Alex Jones. That's somebody that. Basically censored, you know. There's like, well, yeah, but that's 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 like borderline straight up hate speech and like trying to like, that's like see like, he's not like a Joe Rogan type. Which Joe Rogan literally is just a talk show host, and he's like totally not like garnering strength towards a goal. He's just a guy like expressing himself, and like that's totally okay. But like Alex Jones is a different story. That's Infowars. That's like that's like trying to like radicalize people or trying to like initiate some kind of reaction from your audience based off of like a shared like view of opinion. Like Joe Rogan so completely critical of everything. Point, then, is my is my question then? What's well, the where do you draw the line? Contractual information every time you apply like, thing is like the internet's free, but these are all also private companies that you are like it's like walking to Walmart like screaming fuck bitches get money like on the top of your lung like they have every right to be like sir you have to leave you know yeah like, they can and so like business. if at some point because like i mean these these if these lawsuits once they go through like they're gonna decide whether or not there's any legality behind like his claim to censorship or did did he breach did their contract did he it will. It's gonna. Um, it's gonna set up. It is already set precedent because he's the first fucking global figure. <laughs> like, it's crazy to me to think that the dude was like a president. But like, also, uh, personal views. Like, I do think that he used his platform towards uh, like kind of trying to gain like fear mongering and like, which is okay because every, not, it's not okay. But like, it's like everybody fear mongering. Like, everybody uses that tactic. But like, he dead ass tried to stop the election and I'm like. I don't know how to explain it, but like, yeah, I feel I like mean, he was single hand, not single handed, but he definitely played like ninety percent of the role of making people show up on January sixth. Well, it's one of those things. It's like making never, a, making an educated outright, people. Did he outright though. say it? Did he outright tell him to? He didn't, but like he was praying. A on, lot of it was that, that QAnon shit for sure. You know? But he was praying on uneducated. But though. he was complicit. Uh, yeah. He wasn't really telling them not to. So he told these motherfuckers to drink bleach, and they did it. But here's the thing. Didn't we, he say we, bleach? We have to, didn't he have say to... bleach? Like he said to like inject yourself with like some right. bullshit. Like yeah, that is like blatant. Like you're being like you can't be that fucking stupid. It's, it, it, he's big. He's seventy. What? So like, there's no way Austin knows not to go but, on but social what? social media and tell people, or they go. He doesn't know. To, he doesn't. He knows not to go in and inform people. Like hey, bud, go. You should inject yourself with bleach to protect your blood. You know, but, it's but, like but clean. Guess what? No, he said Lysol, said, not bleach. Lysol, or whatever, whatever. But what I was gonna say is. People, people in the world really are, are that just mindless and like followers, right? Just going everything. Every this is the word of the president. He's not just like some Joe Schmo on the street. He's like the leader of the free world. And he was duly elected by by the American people. Like that's, a, that's what they say. That's what they're selling. Y'all realize he was on WWE. He was like a wrestler for a little bit for one. Knows. So my yeah. thing is like, why why take this man seriously, right? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I, well, right what I'm, I'm saying, I'm, like, I'm, I get it. Look, I don't want to, again, I don't want to support what he said because you got to know. 
You gotta know what he's saying. You gotta have a good like bullshit detector. I think you he's know. he's trying to stir it up for his upcoming because he's gonna announce yeah, his candidacy again. Sure. I, I'm, I, I'd be surprised <clears throat> if he because Nikki Haley was talking about she was gonna get ready to run for president unless Trump did, and then Trump's been having a lot of like high profile meetings. Um, he's been doing a lot more media rollout, and uh, he's trying to gain his presence back. And I think right now it's him just trying to get a stake back on. Social media, like, and it's gonna be another like rollout for like they try to suppress me, but they couldn't. He's to and he's gonna take like the conversation of suppression of like I'm not sure, only his yeah. views he but of like votes. Yeah. He's gonna like basically flip the script on voter suppression nationwide. They're trying to suppress voters, and like the truth is they are trying to, but it's not his supporters that they're really suppressing. Like it's most of these states with like a lot of bad lining. It's funny because we always say we don't really want to talk politics, but we always get into it. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's like what we said in the beginning. The system's fucked up either way. Intentional. It's at both sides. I mean, like both like same. A lot of the same companies that helped to fund Donald Trump are helping to fund Joe Biden. And you know, it's to show you, but like both fucked up individuals. They're terrible it's all about people. The marketing spin, right? I don't know. I saw this thing that was like no president's it's a going call to a campaign. I just felt like I had this conversation with somebody, and then we were talking about, like, no president's going to make it into heaven. Like, there's no fucking way. Like, if the Bible if the Bible sticks to its there? word, then, like, no president's getting into heaven. Man, how you get your name all the way up there without doing something bad? Not even just at the point of, like, you are doing terrible. Like, the Iraq war. Mm, new, new. Like, but it was, it was the war against Inside job. Inside job. Terror. No, totally inside. Like, Dick Cheney, George Bush, totally, like. Did you ever watch that movie Vice with, um. Christian Bale. Uh, no, that's actually a good movie. Okay, it was fun. It was it was like oh shit. I mean it's it's a movie, but it's based on fact, and it uh it's just the portrayal of everything. You're kind of like oh shit, man. Like, I mean, I guess in like a super broad sense, it was kind of like this old career politician that was like, I know what I'm doing. Bush is like a face. Like hey, just kind of do this. Hey, just kind of do that. And just like all right, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. cool. Again, it's much more than that, but it's a good movie, though. I would definitely recommend people watch that one. So, but um, yeah, I mean, I think Trump, with this whole suing them, is just so that he can come back and get out. Not clout. I mean, clout, yes, but like also get a stake back. Like get back onto the social media because he's going to run. And to he needs to have that outreach. Like he gonna come back. <laughs> like I think. It's, uh, and if if the, the Kamala, if Kamala Harris does become the nominee, which I'm sure she's going to be, she's gonna definitely lose to Donald Trump. That's my gamble. And I so I'm praying that like right? my I mean, prayer Hillary, is that like Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Go, like, she she needs to stay out. Um, Biden. No, needs, I'm not saying she run again. I'm saying she lost. Biden would have lost. to run for re-election, but like nobody wants that, and Biden doesn't want that as he's like withering away at the White House. Like that would he's gonna be like 82. He's gonna be 82 years old. 80 years. Old. He's like he's, he's the oldest president in history now. We've just consecutively elected the oldest president. We're like working backwards, you know. Like we were getting somewhere with like younger presidents because younger presidents are gonna care more about people because they're gonna be around longer. And like we just elected the two oldest presidential candidates in history which is nuts to me fucking we're getting back into like and these people don't care they're just trying to make their money and get out before they're gone forever that's yeah i mean what were you listening to earlier talking about um you know like insider trading and all that kind of stuff oh it was it was a okay i'm gonna plug crystal and sagar um yeah they uh they have their uh, good old nance breaking points it's probably one of my favorite forms of media uh, like news it's just like a it's just a news publication private uh privately ran um small but they were talking about um nancy pelosi uh this is i don't know how long ago this was but it was like 
she made some huge stock, uh, like some high stake stock sales or buys, and like this is right before the government signed this multi billion dollar contract with these same exact companies, and it's like. And then, like, there's, there's, like, honestly, there's no way to possibly, like, physically pr- get the actual physical proof that you would need to know that she knew that things were going to happen before they happened, and then that she met with these people and knew what they were going to do, or that she knew. There's, like, no way to, no, f- like, not. get through it, but there's also, like, no fucking way someone would make that big of a mistake at that level of power with of that course, much money you know, in there. If you have that much influence and you're that close to the money, you're going to know where it's going. She directly controlled the whole, like, she's the Speaker of the House, and she's the head of the house of representatives and they're controlled under her because she's the major party and they have um party dominance so she she wielded millions more into her account she's a fucking evil lady man i really and it's crazy because like ah, there's just like this like this weird like purity thing between the two parties like oh man trump's so bad like he put kids in cages and it's like biden didn't do shit to stop it though and the whole, he made an entire campaign about this moral wrongness and like healing america but like biden's funded the military and police so much more than trump did he has made their budgets so much bigger and like this is the time where we were just talking about like police executions and stuff and it's just so odd to me but like i don't know this thing for trump Biden's got conservative Americans in a chokehold. Like I think that they're starting to dig him more. Like no offense. Like of course liberals are going to like are hating him, duh, because he's just like it seems like he's a do nothing president. But like he's got big oil in his bank, like in his side. Exxon's totally like buddies with Biden, and like Trump's going. Trump's Trump's got Trump. Trump basically, and Biden said he's not going to run again. So Trump's got to go against up against Kamala Harris, who's like a, a terrible public speaker, can't think quick on her feet, can't like rebuttal what the quickly. Fuck is that going to look like? You know, like four years from now with him back like, versus Kamala Harris, and that's well, so you got to think. Dressed about, I feel like he has he had a theme in his first presidency. It was almost like anti outrage, right? Like I'm just going to mm-hmm. stir the pot. And if you're saying that right now he's kind of building this whole narrative towards suppression. What's what's it gonna be like? What they try to st- like? Uh, it's always what like say whatever that, you think, say whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, it's gonna he's gonna keep pushing this whole thing. Like they keep trying to hold me down and like make me like you know hey, this whole thing. Like everyone's against me. Better. Isn't it weird though that like such an, an and we're feeding into this amount, narrative consistently. It's an unprecedented amount of opposition to him. Like it's just wild. And like I said, I. We're just I, in this I'm not era. A fan. I think he's. I think he's too much. But right. because of all the opposition, I, 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 I can't. I can't help but kind of see like why. Like he's if just I kind saw, of speaking, you know, right? Like, if I saw people like worthy of like outrage, if I saw actual people outraged, like I'm me seeing like uh, Nancy Pelosi and Kente Cloth kneeling at the Capitol. Like that doesn't mean anything because man. she doesn't. It's hollow. It's like she's no. She's no better than Donald Trump. She's just Donald Trump with like wig and titties. Like I don't understand. Like. It, a it's, different spin on it. She's just as evil as him, well, but like, if she, why are you so outrageous? Outrage and these illegal. Like everybody's. You're right. Trump has so much outrage, outrage against him. I mean, it's totally valid from like people, but like these people in politics. But these yeah. people in politics, why they're like talking about you, like can you ever, these pipelines? Can you ever remember and stuff? any other president like them chasing so hard to have him impeached? The second he got elected, they're like, oh, you know, that can't be. That's. I mean, we were all shocked no, by it, no. but. 
it's just kind of weird. Bill, I mean, like, Clinton, Clinton got Clinton that, totally, but Clinton totally got kicked out because he got head and lied about it. And like, that's stupid. You should never get impeached for that. But he like, was like, what? He was on the way out anyway, wasn't it? The end of his second term. So I mean, he didn't really. No, he, I, I, right he didn't or even something. Leave early. I think he just kind of like before any kind of penalty could be. I think I think it was it was a weird thing for Trump. Like you're right, people. But like we're in this era of outrage. Like everybody's outraged about something. That's kind of what drove this podcast, episode fifty. Shout yeah, out. And, it, and it's. Burr, 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 burr. But I think it's perfect, and I think like Sweet. Trump's perfect for the government because you can just be outraged at a person and like, oh my god. But like at the end of the day, like no one's no one did anything. Like Donald Trump's no longer president. Nothing's nothing's Nothing fundamentally changed. Yeah. Joe Biden's basically. Keeping the show going and like, yeah, and it's just the exact. He said, "See below." It's so crazy. Email talk. He's saying all this crazy shit about infrastructure FYI. and like school bills, and, and I just it's it's really and it, I think is the whole point. Like the Democratic Party tried to create a name for himself because like we're getting into this point where like people are starting to see that like Democrats now are evil like it's the establishment they're not worried they're not gen- they're not the it, it's old school like social bullying. social justice movement where like people are fighting for equality like yes they say that still but like they're still actively being funded and supported by like these companies well it's like what we've talked about take- before where I think it's all because it's in, a, in such a duality if there were more parties less right head to head you know I mean yeah. Think about if you if if you're moderating a debate and there's several people just kind of going back and forth, you're not usually going to pick on one person or feel like somebody's going against you. But if it's just like a right. one-on-one conversation, you know, it's very me versus you, this yeah. that binary, you know. Mm-hmm. Which is like with a lot of things that like we have to deal with, and I think well, it's intentional so that like you have to a binary, pick a side. Right? Like, this is what we talked about with Shakari Richardson last episode where. It's black and white. There's no room for nuance, even though it's like, hey, you know. It doesn't, yeah, exactly. Even though there should be nuance, because there's just nuance in everything that, like, you have to decide on or talk about or think about. And I get it. You know, know, being in corporate America, I understand why black and white exists, because it makes shit easier. It makes decision-making more efficient. It makes it like, hey, this is what it was. This is what was the publicly... You know, announced stance on this process or whatever. You go against it, you're going out of process, that's a violation, it's easy, right? Right. I think it's kind of lazy. I mean, sure, there's a lot of, in a lot of sense, it may, you know, in a lot of ways, certain binaries need to kind of happen. This is black and white, but I don't think medicinal, you know, use or what you're doing in in your spare time, if it has no impact on other people your performance or other people or like in a such such like a socially aware time like, i don't feel like why it can't be like more applicable to other things mm-hmm. you know and like be taken in, into like like consideration for other things like with the shikari thing and the weed thing like hmm it was legal where she did it her mother passed yeah definitely give it like give talk about it talk about it let's at least leave a discussion leave it up for like and like let's see what the opinions are and just have a, a, a to destroy her possible career over it. Luckily, we live at this time where like over weed. She's not running in her trademark. Um, she's not running in her trademark uh, show. What's it called? Competition. What she's known for, and like so, she's gonna be able to possibly perform in the Olympics on a different race. But it's not what I she's best in compared to her whole yeah, life. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't choose her because they didn't want to. 
shake the pot. Like, it's crazy. Uh, they didn't want to choose the other people that worked hard to get there or whatever or push them out. Which, yeah, it's just like, hated for records, like, you know, the more blood into it. Even the, despite, and she's got, like, she's doing stuff to damn it, like, no offense, but, like, smoking's not, like, directly good for, I mean, smoking is going to fill your lungs with smoke. Anything with other than oxygen is bad for your lungs. With being athletic. You know what I'm saying? Like, it definitely, if anything, it, less, it, yeah, she's like, yeah. Damaging yeah, I don't really get it. It's like I don't. Stupid. It's just stupid. It's what it is, and it's like some weird old rule that like like back in the day, like weed was bad, and like you can if you watch like Drunk History on well, like yeah, like the drunk. Plant. Well, the drunk history on it is marijuana is stigmatized negatively from racism because prohibition Food had like ended, and like so like they were, were running out about, of. Are we talking about race stuff? Sorry, guys, I have to take a business call. Now nah, we're talking about basically the origins of the negative marijuana stigma. Like, the name marijuana is yep. pretty much a marketing term for, like, hey, Mexicans, it's smoke weed. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's like, hey, let's just minimize it. Like, hey, weed is what those dirty Mexicans and those blacks do, so mm-hmm. it's bad. You that's, know, like, like, what it was. post right Post-prohibition, they, like, totally legalized the shit Hurst, and, like, demonized you know, it. it. was anti So why, why do y'all feel that minorities get hated on so much since the beginning of time? What? Uh, since the beginning That's of time, mm, I, mean, I would say the beginning. Of, maybe in America, since the beginning of America. Well, I think there's. Here's what it what? is. I think it's humans were, were tribal, <laughs> and right. when you have like a dominant tribe, any kind of opposition. But y'all realize there are certain all, people all this that shit see started in Africa, though, right? Y'all do realize? Well, yeah, humans, certain, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. but there's certain there's certain ideologies. One is you know. Think about, like, if, if, if we were to, let's say we went to this undiscovered rainforest and we discovered aliens. Mm-hmm. One school of thought would be, yeah. hey, let's attack them. The other school of thought is, hey, peace, let's, let's you know, kind of chill them. with them, learn from them, or just, you know, Or we can do the mesh. whole galaxy, galaxy, Gardens of the Galaxy. Too, well, if you look at America, I mean, in those times, predominantly uh-huh. white with, you know, black slavery, right? In, in you know for for centuries, do y'all realize so any kind of upraising against hey mm-hmm. we're the majority we're in power mm-hmm. could mm-hmm. be seen as a threat. So I think that's why a lot of those roots. And I think about look we talked about parents in the last episode. I'm about to say some. So I some think a lot right of now. things passed down genetic mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. not genetically, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean through like yeah, hey we don't really hey kid we don't really mm-hmm. fuck with those kind because they're like this and you believe your parents. And then when you're an adult, you know, you can either have the wherewithal to kind of, hey, I'm going to carve my own path, form my own opinions. But a lot of people don't. They rely on, hey, this is what I am because this is what my parents made me to be. So, the media so it just keeps too. passing uh-huh. and uh-huh. passing and passing along like, over generations. For sure. So what you're talking I think about that's is why I think systemic racism. When you, I think and guess it, where the cycle started from? And can anybody take a wild guess of like who started this? This whole like race and color shit. I'm about to tell you. I'll tell you. I thought somebody would guess it. So the Greeks. So the Romans and Greeks, they started the whole like religion, trying to force Christianity on everybody. This shit started in Egypt. Egypt is the originator of like religion, Egyptian mystery system. That's a fact. You can fact check me on that. That's a real thing. I read the whole fucking book. That's real. So Egyptians who were who were dark skinned of darker skin like us, they were teaching, this is before Christ, they were teaching, you have to get initiated in, in the the train, the school of the mysteries of how to be civilized, like how to live and everything, right? Socrates, Aristotle, uh, Plato, 
they got their game from the Egyptians, right? Socrates was the only one that gave the Egyptians the credit. Like, yeah, you know, they're dark-skinned. They're the one that actually taught us. Aristotle's bitch ass. He's the one. No, no. Aristotle's whole ass. He's the one that fucking went you know, to Egypt when they were having a war, like conveniently, with Alexander the Great. Because they were boys. They were best friends and shit. And they ramshacked the um, Library of Alexandria, which is one of the, the many libraries where you learn like the a lot of things. Information exactly. Stored. Like everything that was like which was Wikipedia was like <laughs> that was their Wikipedia. Exactly, which is shut off to the world. But you know, um I forgot which dynasty the king was at the time, but he was like, you know what? Being nice, you can come over, you know, we'll let you guys read some shit. It took advantage. They mm-hmm. stole it, and guess what happened? They took it into their own. Oh, we created this. We did this. When you didn't, you know what I'm saying? And so we still live in the Western world still lives off of stolen shit from Egyptians. And and other and a conglomeration uh. of other like things because like they had a lot of like you're saying the Holy Roman Empire took mm-hmm. over a lot of land took mm-hmm. over a lot of knowledge like took like they they kind of ransacked everything right took it as our the art well we did mm-hmm. and then really found a way to like oppress everybody and they called the, the African power. the the continent the dark continent like it's evil it's all this shit just like to try to put that continent down you know what i'm saying when that's like how can you put something down where you originate from right like we all come from the same right thing no matter we are in this room we're all different colors and stuff we we were all the same though you know what i'm saying right exactly and it's like they started the shit because like they were hating like Mm -hmm. haters been here since the beginning of time just hating because oh like damn they're getting love or they just know how to do this or whatever right and then you can go back to the fucking uh spanish uh the, the spanish inquisition that's when the color thing started because they couldn't tell what race you were based on your color. So the darker you were, the shitter you and get treated. And not being, when I say dark, I'm not talking about like just being black. I'm saying like if you're Filipino or Hispanic or whatever, if you were dark, Dominican, Dominican whatever, right, you're gonna get treated like trash. And that still goes on to this day. Well, we've had caste systems like you know what since the beginning of time mm-hmm. with like social stratification and all kind of different hierarchies with you know. It's, Serfs and hey, we don't talk to those people. Um, like in Hinduism too, which is like well, I want to say one of the oldest religions. They have their own cat. They have the caste system. Yeah, of like yeah, untouchables yeah. are at the bottom, mm-hmm. and then like right. honorable people will go high, right. up. Like and through like your reincarnations through mm-hmm. life, like you wouldn't basically like yeah, like the Hindu. I believe it's like the traditional Hindu belief was like that. Like if you're born into like this, there's a reason why, and like it shouldn't change through your life. You have to work harder in this life to get up somewhere further in the next one, and it's like that. That like weird idea that like you're born a certain level yeah. has, like you said, I mean, think about it's like been around since like being hereditary. Like, all right, you're in charge right. next. Like think about just uh, passing the crown like, down. Like yeah. what makes Will, Prince William any type of so like, I guess the, the point. But I, I will yeah. say though, one thing that I was gonna say with that too is mm-hmm. like I used to always. I wouldn't. I wouldn't always say that I'd lean more nature versus nurture, mm-hmm. but I would always rely on. Okay, nature is what it is. Right. Circumstance obviously drives you to become. I mean, look, we just talked about, in theory, being on house arrest for the last year and what those side effects have done to people mentally. For sure. So I mean, on the opposite side of that coin, if you're around a life of you know the haves and the have-nots, if you're on the haves, you've got everything handed to you. You might not have as much skill with adversity, but. I've also had access to a lot of resources, and that doesn't necessarily mean that, 
hey, let's just share those resources with everybody. Everybody should have resources. But there is something that, you know, sometimes you draw a shitty hand. I don't know what the solution is. Thankfully, I'm not in a position where I have to decide. Facts, facts. Because right. I don't have the answers, you know. Right, right. I was somewhere in the middle. You know, I'm happy to be, you right. know, like, I'm grateful for what I have. Right. But, you know, it's, uh, it's yeah, it's crazy, you know. it's. I guess the point I'm trying to make, man, to viewers, listeners, everybody in this room right here, which I feel like we're all very educated, please read and do your own research. When I say read... Don't Wikipedia stuff. Don't Google stuff. Like, get the real paperback books and, like, read that shit, right? Because everything's in books. All the information that you want to know about, it's, it's in fucking books. We're just too lazy to, like, try to figure that shit out. We want the easy access. Let's Google it real quick. No, read the whole thing so you can get a full understanding of stuff, you know? And so I'm with you on that. So, any other thoughts on this one? Because I do want to get into... My bad, I got a little deep, but I'm just passionate about that That's shit. That's what you know this what podcast saying? is, man. We get deep here. So, this is a good topic. Rachel Nichols. No. Recently got into some shit. Yeah. So, Rachel Nichols was recently... What was it? An interview that they became privy of that she was on last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, pretty much her stance was... Okay, yeah, it sucks I can't be here to, you know, do the finals or whatever because ESPN is trying to make up for bad times in the past and not hiring people in these positions or putting them in a position, you know, people of color. Those are essentially what, you know, the, along the lines of what Rachel's, Rachel Nichols said. So, of course, you know, hey, she's not on the finals coverage at all. They got Malika Andrews on there. My thing is more, this. More yeah, so I under I, if I'm putting myself in her shoes, Rachel Nichols' shoes, Rachel Nichols is saying, "Hey, I've been here for so many years. I feel like my seniority should get me a front seat." Now, I also get the obvious, you know, it does belittle Maria Taylor's credentials because she's clearly got a lot of credentials and I think it also it shows that she's more of the ideology of hey I think seniority wins whereas with Maria Taylor she's just better at it I think Rachel Nichols I was going to say that she's boring Rachel Nichols is wooden I think she's wooden like she's putting her time I understand if she's feeling salty because she's putting Mm -hmm. her time but I just don't find her as engaging she's boring let's just call it what it is and it's not even a woman thing Uh because I like Malika Andrews a lot Right. I think Doris Burke does a nice job Joy Taylor of course we're talking about chance over there but the fact is like, Rachel Nichols is boring so I I can understand the other side of okay if if you want to play you know oh this wasn't racially because I don't think she she meant that as hey she's black she's not as good as i am i think it was like who's this girl with less and here's know, the thing bro or, you know but again that, like, that doesn't make it okay but uh-huh, uh-huh. ultimately my thing is she's just not as entertaining you, you brought up a good point and i say it again she's boring compared to like maria but what i was gonna say is i feel that people do fuck up right like you what i mean by that is like you somehow <laughs> can like misspeak or misinterpret things. Oh, he's being shy right now. <laughs> What's up, man? Or misinterpret things. But just like you said with the pronouns, right? Last episode, you know, they, him, she, me. Like, sometimes you don't know all the answers, but it's not like we're blatantly trying trying to mess up, right? So if it's like a consistent thing where we're consistently, like, messing up, then yeah, I get that. But if it's something like, hey, I really wasn't trying to do this. I didn't mean it this way. I wasn't trying to be racist or whatever. 
bro, we're human. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. people can fuck up sometimes, but as long as you're aware of, like, I know what I fucking did. I'm sorry, whatever. Right. And, like, we should be able to have redemption, in my in my opinion. Right? Yeah. You can't always jump to the, like, oh, fuck this person and, like, let's kill them, let's beat them up and all this shit. Like, no. If it's Trump, yeah, because he, keywords, he's been consistently doing shit, consistently or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's a different. Right. But when it's not like that. It's like you said earlier, three strikes, right? Like a three yeah. strike system. Yeah, like a point system, yeah. Right. And, I mean, I, I definitely think, like, she should have she should have been wiser about her words. Yeah, be aware. Now, if you're a disgruntled employee and you want to say, hey, here's 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 what she could have done. Because it, I, I will say this. There's two things in what she's saying. She's saying her message was essentially, oh, ESPN is making up for their pastimes. And I get so that. So that implies me, to I, me. I get that shit. What she's saying is two things. One, she's being critical of ESPN. Mm-hmm. Two, she's also kind of undermining Maria Taylor's credentials. So that's two different things. Those aren't the same. Mm-hmm. So what are you actually saying? If you're wanting to shit on ESPN and say, hey, they've got a bad history about this, do that. But instead of kind of undermining Maria Taylor, celebrate that they're finally making up for that right. and saying, all right, hey, exactly. now we're doing right by it. I think it's good. If you want to shit on the company, also, you know, like, shit on the company, but say, Paul hey, Pierce. we're making up for good times, not having done that for so many years. I'm glad that we're, you know, rewriting our very tarred history, whatever you want to say. Yeah. But don't bring Maria Taylor down with it. Right. You know? Yeah, I agree. That's like a classic trope that, like, white women. Yeah, it's. <laughs> just tear down. Like, oh. It's because, like, okay. Oh, mm-hmm. with diversity higher or, like, some bullshit like yeah. that. When it's really, like. And that's kind of what and, it and was, like, too. So even I don't want to make it like, again, I play devil's advocate to see both sides. I think that's kind of what it was. She's eye rolly about it. So that's shitting on Maria Taylor. It's a little microaggression-y. Like, yeah, you know. Like, but again, what what are you really saying? Are you saying and that? And if she really had an issue, she should have just confronted her on a personal level. Like, hey, face-to-face, not in front of anybody on camera. I made a It could have also been she was just throwing like a little spoiled tantrum. Now she's shit, lost her career and shit's shit. in the brick, and it's so she funny. She can't be racist if she's fucking Jimmy Butler, right? <laughs> What is it? The the black, coffee black fetish. We talked about that fetishism. last episode. Oh, the fetish. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, another it's one. Definitely dude. real. But nah. Um, seriously though, you know she fucked up. You know, of course it's gonna be damage control. I mean, that's the typical thing. But like I said, you just gotta be more aware of the shit that you say. Even with me, especially right? when you're in like a at your fucking job. Exactly <laughs> to be right, a right. fucking reporter, you have to be like, aware. Uh-huh. Like, there's no way she's that dumb. That like, if we fuck up, it's okay. We're just like, we're just here. We are the real Brady, Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams, and I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg, and uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Brady Bros. Excuse me, I'm talking to you. Hey, (laughs) JK. But what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jacquees from the Don't Envy Podcast. Do me a favor. Head over to our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button and get the chance, okay? The cool thing is when you subscribe... You'll be the first one to get all of our unfiltered takes on today's latest controversies, current events, society, and relationship talks from a guy's perspective right when it's published. How dope is that, right? So you can find our link on the show notes. Please help us grow. 
Spread the word about Don't At Me and the rest of our repertoire family of podcast. All right, let's get back to it. All right, coming back from break, the last topic that we had on the docket, Trey Young versus Steph Curry. So I'll be there. I, I'm cool with admitting I'm a Steph Curry hater. You know, like I finally kind of like, all right, man, like, yeah, he's – he might be the gro- the go shooter. I just don't like the nigga. Yeah, and I think there's a difference. I think you can respect I can what tell he you does. Why I don't like him, but go ahead. Yeah, and we'll get into that. You can respect what he does and also dislike the guy. Like I, it's not that I hate him, but I, I know your point, so I'm not going to step on it. I'll let you make that point and then just fucking cosign all over it. But the so I, I guess the bigger point, right? And I think people have asked you, Jock, Jock, why you like why you like Steph Curry or why you don't fuck with Steph Curry, but you cool with like Devin Booker or Trey Young. Mm-hmm. So when I hand the baton to you, that's how I kind. Of, all right, so Jock, what, what, tell me your piece on it. Why? What's with Booker and Trey Young? So but not, but not Steph. Yeah. So first and foremost, you know, all this shit started over like dark skin versus light skin and shit. Not gonna talk about that shit because, like, you know, what I'm saying I'm black, other culture. And so, um, you know, dark skin mean like, you know, we're not as sensitive and shit. We kind of just like go through the shit and like it is what it is. We pick our shit up, keep moving forward. You know what I'm saying? It's don't do all these crazy antics or like extraness. There you go. And with light skin shit, it can just be like a lot of extraness going on. A nigga just trying to like, you know, the whole little pose and licking the lips. And like, yeah, just being really extra, right? You know what I'm saying? The sensitive and shit. Don't add me or add me. I'm going to fuck. And so um, the reason why I don't like Steph and it's not because of the whole light skin, dark skin thing. Because when you get older, in retrospect, that shit's stupid. And it shouldn't. It's just us. We, we going against each other for no fucking reason. But I digress. So the reason why I don't like Steph is because I feel like he's he's industry plant. You can be industry plant in, in the fucking. You can be industry plant in the NBA too. In every form of whatever. And he's just fucking corny to me. He's a cornball. And why is he a cornball? Y'all ask like, oh, he's the best shooter ever. And as a former baller, I agree with that. He is a good shooter. But he's just <laughs> fucking corny. The way he dressed, the way he acts, like he tries too fucking hard to be like cool and shit. And that's the whole thing that I was saying before all this, right? And the reason why I fuck with Devin Booker, because that nigga doesn't try. He doesn't talk a lot. You know, he's kind of like Clay. Clay doesn't talk a lot either. That's why I kind of respect him. Yeah, he's, same. He's right? cool. Yeah. He doesn't really Clay talk too much. He, he lets his game speak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus like little the mouthpiece and throwing it and shit like the, the thing that I, I, I that, that geared my grind my gears shout out to fucking uh, Peter Griffin but the thing that grinded my gears the most about fucking Steph is like people held him up on such a high pedestal like he can do no fucking wrong he's perfect and all this shit it's like no this nigga's fucking a villain too like everybody else bro y'all just not seeing this shit right like he's cocky as shit he's cocky but you just don't see it and he just he just corny. I, you know, I said well, it so was, many times, but he just a cornball to that me. That was so the right chance, the, the whole industry plant feel to it. That and that's what he, I was alluding to, right? Like, I mean, he does. He, he like fixes the ball because uh, you know, like he's son of a basketball player. Obviously, you know what I'm saying? Like he's his dad. You know, like uh, and I don't know, like stuff like he. It was like just I don't know something something about him irked me like uh it's just it's corny like yeah he is like corny in a way like even though shoes are corny everything about his whole thing is just fucking corny. My bro. problem with them is like so if you were to ask me him or Trey right and I'm not talking basketball skills but like who I like more I like Trey Young for this simple fact I feel like if you were playing on the blacktop 
and you foul Trey Young hard, he'd get up and get in your face about it. Or, it, you know, or like on the other side, if he was to foul you hard and you felt some type of way about it, he'd stand his ground. If, like, Steph foul you hard, he's going to go stand behind his Draymond, like the bigger guy on his team that, like, just kind of put his head down like, ah, you got this. You know, like, he feel it feels so forced with him, right? Like, it feels like yeah. – He's it does all like the uh, you know head all bobbing in the air. Uh, it's all like I don't know. It just seems so like finesse, but Corny. not like smooth finesse. Just kind of like Corn cheesy, ball of the yeah. Year. Like Corn uh, ball it's of the just year. Yeah. Disney Channel. I'm gonna keep it saying it feels like Corny. a Disney basketball story, <laughs> yeah. you know. And Most Booker, literally. I'm with you with Booker because he just plays. He just doesn't say shit, you know. You got Pat Beverly talking shit in his ear, and he's just ignoring it's it. It's just not phased, you know? exactly. He's like... Yeah. And he got that... To me, he had Booker, and I know we're talking about Trey Young and um, Steph, him, but really, like, I mean... But Booker, to me, bro, he has that mama mentality, dog. We just watch his game, and, and I saw that shit when we were in the bubble, how, how he fucking balled his ass yeah, out. He, you know no, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. nigga. And, like, I knew when he first came into the league, Chance, like, Mike, mm-hmm. it was something different about Devin. Like, when I saw him, like, his little hair and shit, I'm like, hey, he's interesting hairstyle. But, like, when I, 70, right, but when I watched his fucking game, like, this dude is cold, though. Like, he, he's nice, and he wasn't, like, corny to me, you know, just because it's a vibe you get, too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I felt like his vibe was just, like, genuine and, like, real, like, hey, this is my game, this is me. I'm not trying to be somebody that I'm not. Even in his post interviews, he he's himself, right? It's nothing like, and he's not cocky, right. you know what I'm saying? Which I love, and he could be because he's hooking up with a fucking Jenner. He's dating uh, Kendall. I don't know if they're still yeah. together. He's in the fucking finals right now. Like he has a lot going for him, right? But he's still like, nah, you know, I want to get a championship. Mm-hmm. That's that killer mentality that, that we fucking need. That James Harden fucking have. I'm still salty right I now. Man. I know we're going to attend That was like, the difference, man. Uh, like, Chris Paul, man. I hope you win this shit, bro. Yeah, I got Chris Paul's back. So. But nah, like on the Steph thing, I mean, it's just, I never really, it, it, it felt like from the first time he showed any sign of being special, everybody was like, oh, he's the GOAT. Like, and then with Brady, you still got people like, oh, uh, well, you know, uh, system. And then it's like, all right, dude, now he's what, 42, 43, winning in Tampa. That's why I don't fuck now with Luca either. Like, uh, you know, uh, it's like, come on now. That's why I don't fuck with Luca either. Luca's great. He's a great young player. But I hate when people hype people up too much. Like, too soon. Let them earn it, man. Exactly, right? Yeah. Because Luca's already bitching like a fucking veteran. I talked about that, which I get it. But it's like, bro, you've been in the league three years from now, right? Three? Not four, but three, right? Uh, Luca, yeah, three. Three. And it's like, bro, you're not a fucking seasoned vet, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I got that diva piece. Yeah, the diva, right? exactly. Yeah. And I hate that shit. It makes me not like a player, even though he's great. But I just, like, leave that fucking attitude at home, bro. I miss the 90s basketball, man. Like, I miss when niggas were just actually playing, yeah. clothesline you know, each other. That, that is an interesting take because I, I feel the same way. And people, oh, everything, oh, yeah, you, of course you love the old days, whatever. It almost becomes like loving the old days becomes in vogue. So then people hate on the people that, oh, the old days. Because then it's like, you know, almost like counter, whatever. But they let them play, right. though. But yeah. what I liked about it, though, was every possession mattered so fucking much, dude. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, yeah. people just go down, jack up a three, run down the other side, jack up a three. And I still enjoy it. I'm loving these finals. This is And the whole playoffs have been pretty fucking entertaining. What mm-hmm. I really like, though, about the old hoops that, yeah, I'll, get, I'll take a 78-75 final score. A defensive game. Because they're out there just fucking battling, man. Mm-hmm. You can see them every free throw. They have right. to work to make it just because they're exhausted and battered. Didn't and you send the um, the video of uh, Kareem Abdul, like, punching that dude? 
I mean, there have been all kinds of shit like that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, like all kind of like people just getting no big popped deal. and punched and. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, I don't know, man. It's just a different game. NFL, too, I liked a lot more back then when they let people get physical and play, you know, play fucking football, man. Knock people yeah. around. That was fun, physical the quarterback now. That's like a fucking penalty flag. It's all, everything's so offensive-minded. But I like defense because I've always been a defensive-minded person. I like finding your strength and taking it away. Which And I think that shows the strategy. I'm not saying you still need, you know, like a Sean McVay, Shanahan, Belichick, McDaniel's, you know, one of those great offensive minds. You still need that creativity to create space to beat a great defense. But I always liked kind of the whole I'm going to take away from you mentality. Like, that's why I always think sports, at least in a competitive environment like that, I always respected more the people that could stop greatness mm-hmm. versus like watch my offensive greatness. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of a general statement. I mean, I still very much enjoyed MJ for being the full He's package, you know. But, I don't know, it's something I've always respected about sports is, like, the defensive side. Just stealing them cookies, you know. Like, nah, yeah. I'm not going to let you get those. I'm not letting you score that shit, you yeah. know. But I was going to say something, too, Mike. You know, and that's a good point you brought up, man. I feel like Trey Young, he has more heart than... Steph Curry, you know what I'm saying? That's, that comes to different upbringings. So what I mean, a I feel like kind of heart, like right, love. right. So I feel like Trey Young's upbringing, soulful heart, I guess. I feel like his upbringing was probably a little passionate bit passionate heart. It's probably a little bit rougher, or just he had like not as easy as upbringing as, as uh, Steph. I could be wrong. Don't fact, you know fact check me on that. But I think you can just tell somebody's upbringing just how they act. Yeah, you know, different possessions, how he gets up, and shit like nurture that. Again. Exactly. Yeah. So like that's why I fuck with Trey Young too, and I'm glad he was he's shining and did his thing this year as well. Cause yeah, like, I've liked he got it. shitted on when he first came in because he wasn't playing too good. Right. And then second year, like he balled out and shit. So like, happy for him, man, and Devin. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Steph. Still, I respect you, bro, because you know you're a greater shooter, but like you still corner to me. You know? I will say this: this year is what I kind of. I mean, I've always kind of had like that feel about him literally just that where it's like <laughs> uh, you know like you don't want to give it to him but he's cold this year though he's, he's, he's watching him in that Lakers game I was like this motherfucker man like yeah. you know yeah. and then and we're all ballers bro so like as a as former ballers and shit we gotta respect great game I just know? like dudes that would work mm-hmm. in the paint and dunk or do like a you know like that scoring I like seeing people score the two sometimes because you're in there you're battling you're in the paint man like you're you know when I knew you're we're... overpowering somebody's you know like right. you're backing somebody down yeah, just hustle on it's more of like a physical thing as opposed to like just seeing somebody pull up and jack up shots I mean I can go watch that the YMCA yeah I was gonna say <laughs> that to a much lesser degree that's the, exactly the kind of ball you watch the, at the Y where yeah. I want to see more like like yesterday, Phoenix put on a show with that one possession where Phoenix two and zero now, right? Yeah, they were passing the ball around, yeah. just moving it around. Milwaukee was playing excellent defense. Mm-hmm. They just kept getting like the one more pass, the one more pass. Like they had decent shots, they could have fired up earlier, but they were like one more pass, one more pass, one more pass. Yeah. Then they finally get the back door, the layup to Aiton, you know, and he gets the foul and one. Like that, that's the kind of shit I like, man. Like right. watching all that. Fact. And you see that some with three-point shooting, but what always blew my mind, too, was the whole when the Warriors started playing small. They had the benefit of having somebody like Draymond who could pass and defend pretty much any position. That's kind of the key, you know, because if you get caught in a switch, you get pulled out of the paint. He could also defend low in the paint. 
But people are like, oh, you know, playing small, that's the way to go. Everybody's so reactionary. It's like people have been trying that. They just haven't always had a Draymond. Then all of a sudden somebody has a Draymond. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the mm-hmm. opposite side yeah. comes in. Like think of the Lakers winning last year. It's, oh, nobody could stop them down low. They're getting all the rebounds and da 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 it, it it's every year the move the league yeah, ebbs and flows right yeah, yeah. ebbs and flows every year now all of a sudden oh it's a big league oh now all of a sudden we're gonna play small ball it changes so frequently you know mm-hmm. but it, I've enjoyed watching these playoffs a lot man I really liked watching uh Aiton and all of them it's been a good it's been a good summer so far I know one of the things we're gonna get into uh I guess a little tease here for future play it by ear talking about Tyler the Creator. There's been a lot of music coming out. We're going to talk about new music that came out. But as a little taste of that, you know, I know one of the things that landed it on the docket was the rollout for it, right? Mm, like oh, the marketing yeah. in general. So I know you wanted to get into your bag on this shit. So I thought it was genius. I thought it was – I was – I, I kind of saw it, but I didn't pay enough attention to it. And you're like, nah, man, like look into the factors and the details a little bit more. Yeah, like the billboards and shit, like uh, on the freeway and shit, like, you know, call me if you get lost, like, you know, and just like it, it takes you back to Mike Jones era and, and shit like that, you know, like uh, I don't the know. phone like, number. It, yeah, three, but, three, 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 like, you know, you just, I don't know, like, um, that shit was just genius and shit. Uh, the so little snippets, the videos. Yeah. yeah, and it kind of reminded me of like a Cloverfield almost. Like yeah. when the buzz and the marketing around it are so enticing. Like little bits and like the mystery of like what right. the hell is going on. Because, you know, you've seen Tyler drop little shorts like that that didn't mean, that didn't lead to anything. Just like right. little shorts or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's oh shit like this is like little drops of an album that's coming out, so that yeah. was really cool the build up for that and like you said the call if you get lost the phone number to call with the snippets and when the music good too yes like, I mean it has to be it's, it's like definitely like worth like the I mean I don't know. I repeat that shit like so many times <laughs> in the past week you know yeah. Uh, and a lot of good music has been coming out lately. Uh, you know, uh, shit. Fucking, um. You said Vince Staples. Vince Staples, yes. Um, Vince Staples got some new shit. R&B shit, um, tell me. Yeah, Snow, Snow Allegra. Snow. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Snow Allegra. Um, Mariah the Scientist and shit. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. like, Chance yeah. really knows his fucking music, man. Well, that's what I'm saying. We got a Chance whole us, play it by no, ear, Chance like put you know us what I mean. To like a lot of music, I didn't find out about Sauce Twins. You know what I'm saying? Because this nigga, you yeah. know, Sauce Walker, and I don't. I didn't. Well, that, we all know. learn from each other. Like, <laughs> I I actually found out about MF Doom because of Tyler the Creator, like Bastard. I was listening to some of the samples, and it was um, Odd Toddlers. Right? Is the sample for One Beer? Oh, yeah. 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 Is it one? I think it was one beer. Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's what put me on. I'm like, damn, this Doom dude's t- kind of nice. So I started listening to food and, you know, all of this shit. Doomsday, it's on the wall right now on the poster right well, the there. Way, you know, an RIP to MF Doom, man. He's one of the greatest. <laughs> well, we're going to do an MF Doom, play it by ear. Yeah. I definitely want to do like a, you know, like a, um, 
like a beginner's guide. Like, let's say somebody doesn't know who MF Doom is, or they're like, hey, I, I kind of want to give them a try, but I'm not really sure where to get started. Uh-huh. I want to create some play-by-ear episodes, like a beginner's guide to MF Doom. So I say, all right, well, here are the, whatever, 8 to 12 tracks you got to listen to to get a good taste of his catalog across the board. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we can do that with a lot of artists. First of all, I think it'd be fun to do with our favorite artists. I mean, some of the bigger names, you know, some of the obvious ones, Tyler, Guess Kanye, what? Kendrick, Guess whatever. what, guys? But some of the underknown ones, too, because mm-hmm. let's say I don't know about an artist that y'all listen to and y'all put me on. I think we all listen to this artist, what I'm about to say, NERD. I think they're coming out with another album. Ooh, what? that would be yeah. nice. Wow, yeah, shit. they're due, man. I I'll mean, offer that shit. We all are. We know oh, that yeah. we're big NERD fans, you know. So. See, and that's the kind of shit I want to talk about in play by ears. First of all, catalogs, you know, with yeah, with call me if you get lost. We're definitely that's going to be the first next episode. I guess it'd be episode eleven of play yeah. by ear, episode twelve by this point. But it would be about. That song or that album plus his whole catalog, ranking those, right? Uh-huh. Ranking his best albums. We're gonna do some beginners guides to different artists. We're gonna do some different playlists. I want to hear some of the playlists y'all are listening to, right? And like, what's kind of the theme? You know, you, we've got plenty of playlists and ideas like that that we can share. Mm-hmm. And then shit, we'll share it on the Twitter at the Rep Network. You know, right. so y'all can check okay. that out, catch some good playlists. But that's one of the things I really want to get going with play by you. I think we got a lot of shit to talk about, and we have a lot of music that not only we can share with the listeners but also with one another that we haven't been privy to before yeah that's cool uh, that's cool I'm, I'm with it you know what i mean because we're all very knowledgeable about that so like can't wait and, you know y'all give us feedback as well because like you know we're always looking for feedback to get better with everything and thank you guys for rocking with us for this long still 50, 49 no 50 no it's 50 now 50. yeah you man 50 you, piece five you know what i mean Y'all are doing a shit for 50. Yeah, but that's dedication right there in itself. It is, know? man. We're going to yeah. keep going till we get to yeah. 100, 1,000. Not one, mm. not two, mm. not three. <laughs> no, nah, we're going to keep it going, though. Yeah. Subscribe, help us grow, tell a friend, you know, tell somebody that hasn't heard Don't At Me before or, or play it by ear. Hey, y'all check these guys out. Let us know what you think. Subscribe, follow Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at the Rep Network. Tune in to more Don't At Me episodes. We're also on YouTube. More play by ear coming soon too. So subscribe to stay tuned and catch us next time. All right. Peace. Hey you, it's Mike Silva from Don't At Me. Do me a favor and head on over to our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. When you subscribe, you'll get all of our unfiltered takes on today's latest controversies current events, society, and relationships right when they publish. Find the YouTube link in the show notes below. Help us grow, spread the word, let everybody know about Don't At Me and all the Repertoire Family Podcasts. Subscribe now. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs>